So it was sort of an indecisive start uh, at the beginning, just like yesterday, right? Then we saw buying come in big time. As we had wave after wave of negative economic data. Starting first, consumer confidence came in at 102.5. The street was looking for a whole lot more than that. And it was down month over month. Now, the big swoon was in present situation, 138.9 from 150. That set the pace. Also, the Richmond Fed manufacturing report, that actually crumbled. Uh, in fact, that hasn't been positive since April of this year. And then month to month, Case Shiller down, uh, seasonally adjusted. Now, it's starting to break down, folks. This is the second consecutive monthly decline in the largest since February of 2010. Uh, and, and, and because this includes uh, June and July, it also suggests maybe a real sharp uh, fall for August uh, closings as well. So here we are, the market back to rooting for bad news in hopes that it slows the Fed to, to at least uh, hike less frequently and initially hike less uh, detrimentally, okay? But here's the, here's the rub. Should the market be careful of what it's hoping for? I want to bring in Bianco Research President Jim Bianco. Jim, your thoughts just on the economic data. Uh, and here's the thing. We're not just starting to lurch lower, but the velocity of these misses seems to be greater. Yeah, it has. And especially for some of the data that we've seen in July and August, it's definitely been going lower and really underscore that for the housing market. The data in the housing market, whether you're talking about starts or sales or average price, it's looking horrific right now. The housing market has just hit a brick wall in the last, say, 60 to 90 days. But you, uh, if I'm reading reading your work and your tweets properly, it seems like you are skeptical of the Fed stepping down. Uh, and yet, I want to ask you about Janet Yellen, because for me, she seems like the wild card. We're hearing more from her the last couple of days. We heard from her last week. And, and the notion that maybe she's actually providing cover if the Fed wants to start to make some adjustments. Yeah, I am skeptical that the Fed is going to step down because that's the new phrase we're using. It's not pivot, it's step down. And what that means is that they will hike 75 basis points at the next meeting on November 2nd. Then they'll hike 50 and 25 and on their way to zero. And while that doesn't sound like a lot, the market's all excited. That's a signal that the Fed is starting to turn. All year, the Fed has made the case that they need a reverse wealth effect. They need people to demand less because their portfolios are no longer making them money. We saw this in the summer when the stock market rallied 17%. Jay Powell gave an unemphatic eight-minute speech at Jackson Hole saying, I'm not going to pivot. That was the word we were using then. And the market fell apart right after that. I don't see anything that suggests that the Fed is going to turn at least and start to say, now it's okay for us to back off. And it's okay if the stock market wants to go up 20 or 25%. So that's why I'm a little bit skeptical right. on that. On Janet Yellen, she's arguing that there is a liquidity problem in the market, and the market has taken that to mean buybacks. What that means is the Fed will issue more Treasury bills and use those that extra money to buy back illiquid Treasury securities that barely trade. There's hundreds of Treasury securities, and some of them barely trade, and there's a problem in those markets. In theory, that's not a problem, and, it, and the Fed has done that in the past. But it's always the devil in the details. Right. And what is it that they're trying to do? Because if you take more illiquid securities out of the market, you could actually wind up making it worse, not making it better. So it really determines, really need to see the details of what they're trying to do here. You know, uh, Jim, I, I, and I, I think I might have asked you this. I know I have with a lot of uh, a lot of the guests uh, that, I, that I have you know, high regard for, like the do, that do the kind of work that you do. 
you take out the Federal Reserve, you take out Japan, you take out China. We had a two-year auction today that was kind of sloppy with respect to foreign buyers. Uh, you know, who? How do we? How does the federal government, that spends trillions more than it takes in any way, fund itself? Uh, that is not a problem immediately, because what you're asking is, when interest rates go up enough, does that mean that the the interest payment is going to just eat up the federal budget? Um, remember that there's about $30 trillion of uh, debt outstanding. I know we throw these numbers around like they're candy. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we refinance about two of it a year or three of it a year. So you would need rates to go at these levels or higher for three or four or five years. I got you. And then you would make the case that the government were in trouble. The Fed thinks they could only stay at this rate for one year, and hopefully that kills inflation and they could bring rates back down. And there's, so we'll of find course, out. The, the interest that, that's paid uh, also on, on some of these, on the uh, on the debt, that uh, you know, total debt, which I think last number I saw was $700 billion. That seems to me to be getting to an area where it's got to raise flags uh, with Powell and company. Jim, uh, that's, that's, uh, yes. we got to go from here, but... Thanks so much. I really appreciate it. Some key important questions that uh, that I'm glad you were able to answer for us. Thank you so much. Thank you.